welcome to the Frontline Fantasy Football Podcast. This is your host, Jason Cameron, and I'm here with my co-host, Brandon Alessio. Hello, Jason. And Jonathan Hausler. Hello, hello, hello. Who is not the producer today because the producer, the eyes and ears, is finally here, Seth Hansen. I'm, I'm s- back. I'm so glad. Welcome back, Seth. Glad to have you So is you Tiger here. Woods. <laughs> Hashtag I mean, he's, he's back, but he's not good. <laughs> he's so. back from back surgery. He's his back back. Oh. Nice. So today is Wednesday, November 29th. And I just wanted to start off this podcast by asking if uh, you guys found any good Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals. Did you? I mean, I was literally this close, this close to buying about an inch. a pocket uh, mini motorcycle. Are you for real? What? For real. For that Blake is the what? most. Ra- I didn't. Well, I thought you were gonna say like a 4K TV or something. You know, something. I yeah. was dying for. No, I get the, if you turn around, Seth. I have a 4K TV. Oh, you do. Is that a Vizio? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I believe it is a pocket motorcycle. Yeah, okay. Anyway, seven hundred dollars, marked down to two hundred bucks. I was dying to get one when I was fourteen. Was it gas powered? Yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> or yeah, dying to huh. get one when I was fifteen. You're too big for that. That, that's the point. Like you look, you're supposed to look awkward on them. It would have been, it been <laughs> a like a, You remember monkey bikes, dude? It was marked down five hundred bucks. Still. So why didn't you buy it? Well, the weight limit was one hundred and sixty-five, but I was willing to look past that. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't. It yeah. wasn't willing to look past you. <laughs> You'd have broken that thing. The problem was that all the good col- colors sold out really fast. There was like a, a f- two flame-colored ones: a red and a yellow flame, green, blue. Uh, black and then like black with like yellow stripes Ooh, and all those Hawkeyes. sold out so all that was left was pink and so okay. I, I couldn't <laughs> couldn't bring myself to getting a pink mini oh, pocket man. rocket yeah probably a good call yeah so how about you guys anything nothing for Seth no just some movies what movies Oof, that's a tough one gotta make him remember to think. Planet of the Apes right oh yeah we new Planet of the Apes Spider-Man. The second one of that Spider-Man. sucked. No, I hope the third one what? was better than the second one. The Are second you one kidding sucked. Me? They took everything that was good about the first one and ruined it. They had to expand Seth. Whatever. I do wish James you Franco took, were Yeah, in, you took the best part of the first one and you just, just, you just took you have a crush on James Franco doesn't mean the second one wasn't good. Don't Franco. we all? Dirty Coba. That's the new title of this episode. Seth has a crush on James Franco. Dude, the guy's legit. He's got like three degrees. He's smart. Very smart. Can't Jack. wait for the disaster artist. Oh my gosh. Oh. So Jonathan, so anything before we move on to actual fantasy football? Um, Jean Jacket. That's about it. Ooh, did you get a Canadian Canadian tuxedo? Do you have a nice pair of jeans to wear with your Jean Jacket? So yeah. You look like an ultra douche. I should. <laughs> wow. I'll okay. wear. It, I'll no, wear it he he podcast. could wear, he could wear it sarcastically. <laughs> Ironically, the right Jean Jacket could could actually work. Last yeah, week of the podcast, I'm wearing it. Why not next week? I mean, I don't. I think start off the playoffs. It's supposed to be. I think it's gonna be Christmas present, so I have to wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Last week <laughs> of the podcast, it is. So let's uh, move on to injuries. First up, Amari Cooper concussion, sprained ankle. Doesn't look like he's gonna play this week. So another player on my team. Yep. Uh, Oof, Seth same. Roberts is up. That's also this was in the news, but Michael Crabtree, Keeb Talib suspended for fighting. Uh, they were suspended two games, and then I believe Crabtree's got moved down to one. I don't know about Aqib Talib. I haven't heard anything Good. on him. So only <laughs> I, thought they, I thought they both did for some reason. So they, they probably both did, but I only heard about Crabtree. 
only fantasy relevant players. Gotcha. Yes. Next injury, CJ uh, beat hard, had a left knee and left knee Bethard. bruise. Bethard. Oh, Bethard. Oh, Bethard. Sorry. Get it right. Left knee bruise and a hip strain. Uh, was actually cheered when he got hurt on the last play of the drive. <laughs> so, uh, or the last uh, drive of the game. So, Jimmy Garoppolo came in, threw a touchdown. He's going to start this Sunday. Bethard era is now over. Thank goodness. I never even began. <laughs> Next injury, Paxton Lynch. Uh, what did he injure? His, he injured his ankle as well. C- finally got back from the shoulder injury, then came back, got his chance, injured his ankle. So now Trevi- Trevor Simeon's going to start on Sunday. What a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster. It's like Seriously. a dumpster fire. It is. Uh, of quarterbacks. Greg Olson injured his foot. Same foot he injured er, uh, earlier this season. Basically just soreness, so they held him out. Still expect him to play this Sunday. Doug Martin got a concussion. Uh, still going through the concussion protocol. Looks like he's going to play this week. I actually have him ranked, but Jaquiz Rogers is his backup. If uh, if it comes out that Doug Martin isn't going to play, Jaquiz Rogers is the guy you'd want over Peyton Barber, even though Barber had those two touchdowns last game. Damian Williams... For the Dolphins, if you didn't know who he was, dislocated his shoulder. So Kenyon Drake has pretty much got the backfield all to himself. I hadn't even heard of the third string. I mean, I didn't either. I haven't either. Yeah. So I mean, it's all systems go for Kenyon Drake. Deshaun Kaiser, Brandon's vulture, stole another one this week. Isaiah Crowell's vulture, more like it. <laughs> yeah, stole another one. Has a concussion. Hasn't came out whether he's going to play or not. Chris Hogan's the backup. If you're an Isaiah Crowell owner, you're hoping that Hogan is going to start. Yeah. <laughs> and then just some clarifications. Devonta Freeman finally been cleared uh, for the cleared from his concussion. has been gone for two games. Going to be back. Yeah, Seth's depressed because he has Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing really well. He's, he's been, been gone. Balling. And then uh, Jordan Reed also. He's going to be out again. So Vernon Davis. I mean, he had zero catches last week against the Giants, but. He's he's the uh, he's still going to be a top ten tight end this week. So we'll move over to news. First bit of news was the Michael Crabtree Akib Talib suspended for two games. Right, we already talked about that. Now one. Uh, and then I just had a note right here. Crabtree anticipated Akib Talib trying to take off his necklace, <laughs> so he actually taped his necklace to his chest. And Akib Talib, with the quick hands he has, got to his necklace. Still ripped it. Maybe you should just not wear the necklace when they play the Broncos. No, oh, you got to have. Or Tlaib could just be a decent human being. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. I think it's just funny that he an, he knew that it was going to happen, so he yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he took precautionary measures. Yeah, I can't imagine that'd be very comfortable. But no. I can't imagine it'd be comfortable wearing a chain under your shoulder pads anyway. So. Or getting it ripped off. Would yeah, not feel good either. I'd be tick too. That's probably an expensive chain. <laughs> probably. And then the last bit of news, Eli Manning has been benched for Geno Smith, no. the dude who couldn't even beat out butt fumble. So Ugh. I uh, I have picked up the Raiders defense. I think you should too. Raiders defense, a top play for me this week. So let's move on to dogs versus babies. This was not a good week for the babies. <laughs> no. Noted, Jason. Um, also... Did not was not able to get Brandon's video up for whatever reason. I had terrible connection, even though I had full bars. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. But nice, I saved you guys from missing out on a uh, poorly filmed video. Ooh. So first one, 
We have Carlos Hyde versus Lamar Miller. Ezra and Blake both chose Carlos Hyde. <laughs> Chief chose Carlos Hyde, and Seth's dog Khaleesi chose Lamar Miller. Oh. So dogs went one for two. Babies went zero oh for two. <laughs> you just roasted him so like slightly. <laughs> no, I, really, I knew what it was. Really well done. He knew it wasn't a good video. <laughs> no, I know, but it took a more cine- cinematic approach. He's the only one. That not this isn't meant as a roast, creative. but he's the only one without a significant other. So. And the significant I got one hand to film. That's significant true. others have been filming for yeah, the most part in point. our videos. So sounds like an excuse to me though. I, I mean, had Cody hold the camera if he could. <laughs> his cat. <laughs> so can't. dogs are four for ten, <laughs> babies are three for ten. Dogs Oof. take the lead with three weeks left to get no four a, weeks left. We need to come back. We definitely Maybe do. You should tell your kids to get a little smarter. <laughs> 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 we need to educate them on fantasy. Thank you. Taking a shot at our kids. All right. So <laughs> First segment up, struggle is real. Ooh. Jonathan, you want to describe this one? Yes, yeah, so this one. Um, talk going through some uh, some teams that are currently struggling. Their struggle is very real, real right now, and just what to do with those players on those teams. Can you start them? Should you bench them? It's playoff time. It's when it matters. So, so my fantasy team, so have a game <laughs> losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> struggle is real. <laughs> well. Oh, man. We probably will talk about some players on your fantasy team. But probably everyone. To start off. <laughs> Jordan Howard, 1.9. I'm talking to you. <laughs> to start off, Broncos. We have the C.J. Anderson and Devontae Booker. No! <laughs> That's struggle. a good response. So <laughs> Luke, Luke had them. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Both they, of them? No, he had C.J. Anderson, I think. Oh. Yeah, he played C.J. Anderson. He did, Anderson. like, nothing. 1.2 points. C.J. Anderson let him down. That was a mistake. Yeah, C.J. Anderson for me is droppable. Yes. Um, I don't care. I mean, you're not going to play him, and at this point in the season you need to be picking up handcuffs or players that you know, like a defense or a kicker that you know you're going to start in the upcoming weeks. Right. And C.J. Anderson has been pretty terrible for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, And you can't even start Booker. I mean, they both totaled just 13 touches together last week. Booker had the edge 8-5. to yeah, yeah. seriously, it's terrible. So you, you can't start either one. I mean, and it's a total timeshare. You can't trust either of them. I'd rather I'd keep Booker though. He's at least if you can't get your handcuff, he's at least somebody that you could end up playing and no, feel not feel comfortable, but you at least know he's going to get some touches. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, yeah, he's the one that the coaches like the most for some reason. Um, but I still would not feel good playing him. I think Anderson's also been double digits twice this Yeah, twice and it was this year. It was both early Standard on. Standard scoring. Yep. Yep. First four weeks after the bye, it's been seven straight single digits. Right. And they just got – they just – I mean, they fired their offensive coordinator. Another guy moved up. So, I mean, and nothing really changed. That translated so, into five carries well, yeah. yards. Right. <laughs> so, like it's his fault, though. Right. He's got no quarterbacks. He's got Brock Osweiler, Trevor <laughs> Simeon, and Paxton Lynch. Like, True. What is he supposed to do? Those are three right there. I mean, it started out – I mean, he did it. He was okay at the beginning of the year, but then they just – then they started working in the other backs. So I think that, that's been the problem is turning it into a timeshare obviously has not really worked to their favor at all. So I think the, the people or the real – the fantasy-relevant players on the Broncos are Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, and I think people care more – what to do with them. Yes. Obviously, both aren't droppable, but are you starting them? The only one I would 
one, the only one I would start would be Demarius Thomas. I would not start Emmanuel Sanders at all. I would just keep it with Demarius Thomas, um, especially this week when they play the Dolphins. Dolphins' defense is really bad, and um, they've been allowing a lot of points to wide receivers. Yeah, I, s- I wouldn't like starting either one. Yeah, I wouldn't feel great. No, 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 you don't. I, I just think Demarius Thomas is actually only startable for me when he's with Brock Osweiler. Didn't he have three games in a row? Yeah, three touchdowns. consecutive games touchdowns with touchdowns from Brock Osweiler. Other than that, he's just been completely inconsistent. I mean, you can plug him in with Trevor Simeon, but he's a, almost a must-start for me with Brock Osweiler. Would which is Osweiler would be the X-Factor. Yeah, weird to say. It is very weird. So let's move on like to the it. next team. We have the Chiefs. So I'll start off at QB. Alex Smith, he's been he originally was a must start or a set it and forget it type of player you are one pathetic but loser. they are uh, oh for what the six game losing streak they got a brandon going right now i'm seven but oh okay mm. almost the only difference branded. between us myself and them is that they actually started well as well <laughs> i was terrible <laughs> at the beginning and terrible at the end started from the bottom still there still at the bottom <laughs> I've regressed. I'm below the bottom. <laughs> I started at the bottom, and I went down. I dug a hole. Drowning. Hey, you're not in last place. <laughs> Might as well be. Cheer up. Who is? Uh, Dan. He's got he's got three wins now. Actually, you're tied for yeah, last place. Tied. Ooh. Nice. Pretty sure he has the win on me, too. Nice. So you're in last place. Never mind, then. Yeah, it's fine. So Alex Smith, I guess just a, a matchup-dependent player. Yeah, he's back to the old Al- the Alex Smith of old that we uh, – New from last year, basically. He's uh, right. I saw a stat. He's averaging si- only 6.3 yards per pass attempt. <laughs> when he was Jeez. in the beginning of the year, when they were when they were playing really well, it was 8.7. So definitely gone down quite a, mm-hmm. quite a bit. How much of that is on him and s- how much of that is coaching, though? Are they? I think it's still on him. I think it it's is. On him. It's on him and maybe, I mean, I maybe the really doubt they're calling that kind of <laughs> Offense. Maybe the offensive well, line a little bit too, like, but you remember that when you played well, don't do yeah, that. How about you anymore. stop that? Yeah, yeah. Can you stop? I it could be a little bit on play calling. They're not giving the ball to Kareem Hunt, who's the next player we're going to talk about, right? And that can mean that defenders are sitting back. But I don't know. I think it's more on him. I agree. So just matchup dependent for us. I actually dropped him in one league today. Oh, really? It was an eight team league for what? Oh, eight team for Phil Rivers. Fair. Yeah. How about uh, Tyrod Smith? Tyrod Taylor, Taylor, sorry. He was available. but Would you rather have Tyrod Taylor or Alex Smith? <sighs> Depends if the Bills want to play him or not. I s- yeah, I know. I <laughs> think if the Bills are playing him. I, s- I, s- I think I still go Alex Smith. Yeah, me too. Just because you know. I mean, I don't think they could pull him, but I don't think they're going to. How about Case Keenum or Alex Smith? Oh, Case, Keenum. Case Keenum for sure. I can't okay. believe I'm saying that. <laughs> so up next, Kareem Hunt. Still still a must start for me. Really? He, he's just too good. I mean, you're going to get burned. He's not a wide receiver one anymore. No. I mean, a running back number mm. one anymore. But no, he's not. <laughs> I just feel like you're going to get burned. He's going to score 40 one, the one game you decide to it's bench It's very him. true. And the hard part is, like, you probably don't have better options unless you're in, like, an eight-team league or something like and you're stacked, you know? Yeah, but so that's the hard part. You probably at some point he's still probably your best play. We well, also hasn't scored a touchdown since week three, right? Which is crazy to do with part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since week three he hasn't scored above what twelve point 
one points in yeah. standard scoring. Yeah. And and I mean, even if you exclude last week, because he was going against the Bills defense, which is probably one of the best in the league. But, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> good, good sound job. <laughs> I'm kidding. But he had his three disappointing weeks before that were like seven, like eight and six, which still aren't horrible. Right. By any means. And the hard part is they're just, I don't know. He's not, he's not involved in the passing game hardly at all. And, um, just he's not getting as many carries as he was in the beginning either. Yeah, they, they didn't even give it to him much then, anyways. They were they were taking him out and putting Shark Hendrick West in, West in for yeah. passing plays, which is what a mistake. Doing? It's a mistake. So yeah, must start still for me mm-hmm. for all three of us. Yeah, especially on my team. <laughs> we're not <laughs> talking about your scrub <laughs> team. All right, Tyreek Hill. Ugh, I haven't heard much out of him lately. It's I'm looking. Yeah, uh, I, just because he he's gone downhill. Because Alex Smith has gone downhill, basically. Must start still. No. I'd say yeah. Oh. Even in his two bogus weeks in a row, he still had seven catches in each one. And that, so he, he's involved at least. It's not like he's going like one catch for 30 yards. Like seven for 40 is a whole lot better. Right. But still, I mean, in PPR, that's fine. Um, because, I mean, that's still that's still double-digit points in PPR. In standard, I can't. I wouldn't. I'm, I have him. I'm not starting him anymore. Fine. M- maybe not must start. But I'd start him if that makes sense. There I don't go. know. I'm still on a must start. I think <sighs> if you believe, and if you believe the home and away splits, you know how he plays. He plays really bad at home, really good at away. Then this week would be a boom week. It would be a good week. We'll have to we'll have to test that theory out. See what he does this uh, upcoming week. Yeah. All right. Up team next. Well, the team up next is the Cowboys. So it started off quarterback Dak Prescott. Droppable. Ugh. You want to keep him on your bench? Uh, Must start? Oh, no. no. I'm keeping him on my bench. Uh, winning. He's thrown for fewer than 200 yards in four of his past five games. Basically, has just gone, gone way downhill. He's only thrown for a touchdown in, in one of the past four or five games. There you go. And that was the one he threw over 200 yards. But Ugh. Nice. Yeah, not good. But I, I don't know. I don't think I'm benching him. Uh, or, I mean, I don't think I'm dropping him, but I'm definitely benching him. Big Boo. Um, he is available in my league, and I'm start, and I'm still choosing to start Marcus Mariota. So that should say enough about that. <laughs> so I'd say definitely, I'd still wouldn't wouldn't take him on my team. Yeah, I mean, at this point in the season, you kind of need a roster, just some backups, and. I'd probably rather have him than like Blake Bortles or Deshaun Kaiser. Not saying or yeah, much. I mean, yeah, Simeon. Yeah, yeah, over those guys. Yeah. I mean, me too. I mean, <laughs> but you're you're not happy about it. Mm-mm. No. So up next, Des Bryant. He's been <laughs> he's been underperforming all season. He's been underperforming for five years. <laughs> Three years at least. I was looking forward to this part. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting because you picked him to be a top 10 receiver last week in bold predictions. We were very surprised. Yeah, believe me, you I was being idiot. very bold. <laughs> you are an idiot. I was like, you know what? Maybe. maybe agree more, Seth. I believe in miracles, but it seems like miracles don't even work for Des Bryant anymore. <laughs> I remember it was like a month and a half ago. It was like 15 straight games without 100 yards. So it's probably up to like 20 now at least but yeah he's been terrible very very bad he's but he's still still I don't you can't drop him still that's the hard part you're probably not playing him you're not playing him but he's right on the bench yeah he's holding tight he has like no upside though 
like if you look at it, his highest total this season was twelve point three. Like yeah. yeah, he's got a very low ceiling. He's a one story house. He just maybe he's, in a basement. He's a physical freak. That's the only reason you're keeping him on your team. I think the other thing I, I was reading somehow how he's not even getting separation from the cornerbacks at all. You know, so it's just he's lost. Seems like he's lost some of his uh, agility a little bit too. But yeah, the whole I, offense as a whole is strong. I, I got I got triggered on Thanksgiving. He got a first down. It did the first down marker, and he was celebrating. It was his first catch, and it was in the second half. <laughs> I'm like, put that hand down and get back on the line. Like, stop this. He got the first down, did he not? He looked like an idiot. He still got the first uh, down. So we have Alfred Morris up next. So. It's this one's hard because he when he gets the ball he's doing well he has he has a four point nine yards per carry, uh, which is good which is very good mm-hmm. but he's just not getting the ball enough he's been game scripted out of each game and just he is not in the receiving game at all that's Rod Smith so that kind of hurts him I'd a still lot keep too. Him. Yeah, you're keeping him. I'm not starting him. I so. think on deeper leagues like twelve and sixteen team leagues you're gonna I think he's a must start. If I th- I think I think you're gonna struggle to fill out your roster, so I think he's gonna be right there as a flex play. It depends on yeah, and it depends obviously it depends on your running back situation. If you have a pathetic uh, ten team league like Seth, then you might play myself. him. Like yeah, I'm running Isaiah Crowell at the number two for running back right now. So <laughs> if I needed a flex play, Alfred Morris probably would be in there right now. Alex, yeah, he'd be he might be your number one play over Jordan Howard. The hard part is I mean, for Morris you're just hoping for yards because they're not scoring. No. You know? They've scored like single digit points past three games they're not first scoring. time since the 2010 browns <laughs> ouch i saw that stat that brown died. comparison that's good that John, but team up next is the giants so <laughs> geno smith is uh starting so they finally I mean, engaged the tanking the tanking mode pass catchers evan ingram and sterling shepherd <sighs> geno's throwing might as well drop him the no, only I, person i, I keep them i keep them i would keep both of them I'm going to start Evan Ingram just because I think he's good. Rookie quarterbacks and uh, just quarterbacks that aren't very good rely on the tight end. So I think that could help. Yeah. But it definitely drops his value. Oh, yeah. And Ingram has been struggling the past couple weeks, even with Manning. He, yeah. Past two games, he has four catches, 27 yards, and that's on 13 targets. He's been dropping the ball a lot. Um, Figuratively and, and literally. Right. Yes, both. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I mean, it's still, it's still even hard to trust Ingram, but I agree. Out of those two, I trust Ingram more than I trust Shepard this week and from now on. I agree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Orleans Darkwa as well. Yeah, I like him. Flex play. Yeah. He's the, yeah, I think he's the only really the only giant I trusted before him decently week to week. Yeah, I doubt if they put in Gino they were like, even with him in, I'm pretty sure they're gonna keep him like at minimum. I feel like they're gonna try to run the ball more pull of Chicago Bears. Yeah, like that Trubisky game where he, I think he threw the ball like seven times <laughs> right, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I mean, it's a smart strategy when Especially you have Geno Smith. End. Yeah. Last team, Buccaneers. So, <laughs> forgot to mention in injuries, Jameis Winston was practicing at the beginning of, or was cleared to throw at the beginning of this week. They're testing, they're, I believe today they were going to test out his, his throwing and then if he had no soreness, then he was going to practice the rest of the week. And if he didn't have any soreness, then he was going to end up playing. So that brings me to Cameron Brait as our uh, first Buccaneer. And I think if Cameron or if Jameis is playing, Cameron Brait is a is a must start for me. If he is not playing, however, then Cameron Brait is 
is on your bench. I don't think he's droppable though. And it's, I think it's hard just because tight ends have been such a. I mean, besides the top like six, they haven't been super. It's been a tight end wasteland pretty mm-hmm. much. So yeah, you're probably. I don't know. You're probably benching him. In the past four weeks with um, Fitzpatrick, he's gotten 2.7 total points. Yes. Yikes. But it, it previously with – I mean, yeah, before he was good. Yeah, so. he was getting double-digit uh, fantasy games with Jameis Winston. And Jameis Winston, if he's not back this week, will be back for your playoff matchup. So he could be a sneaky tight end to go ahead and pick up if somebody dropped him. Very he's true. only available in uh, 37% of leagues. It's actually surprising. I thought he'd be uh, more dropped. <laughs> so Mike Evans up next. I still must start for me. Yeah, he's yeah. You have to. You can't bench him. I agree. He's also playing the thirtieth ranked pass defense this year or this year this week. So uh, that one's pretty go. easy. And then the last one, Doug Martin, and then I have Jaquiz Rogers as well. I don't think you can trust either of them. I mean, just even though they've had the carries, they haven't been doing anything with those carries and. To me, they're just neither of them are trustworthy or startable. Uh, yeah, I think Jaquiz Rogers should be picked up this week at least, just to see if if Doug Martin is going to return. But right. if Doug Martin comes back, then you shouldn't hold on to Jaquiz Rogers. No, Doug Martin's kind of ar- around Alfred Morris for me. I'd rather have Alfred. For it, sure. well, yeah, you'd rather have Alfred, but he's kind of around that type of running back where he's just a borderline flex play. Mm. Agreed. All right, so let's move on to our week six bold predictions. Seth, can we get some music? Oh, yeah, you can, Jason. All right. Week six. Sorry. First, an ad. <laughs> Got from our friends at Zola.com. They have no uh, no Well, why an ad is playing, no we can talk about toiletlosers.com. Hey, speaking of ads. So you can check out these beautiful trophies. We have the bobblehead on the toilet or the actual toilet itself with the crown at toiletlosers.com backslash. It's way better than our crappy trophy. Yes, it's, it's a it's legit. Like 40 bucks in it. So. A legit loser trophy <laughs> spent for your fantasy leagues. So go ahead and check out these uh, high quality trophies. The uh, link is on our homepage. So go ahead and check that out. I believe they also got a new trophy. Uh, it's a couch with a helmet on it. It looks pretty nice. Ooh. And then there's also another trophy, which I forgot to mention at the front of this podcast. It is this one right here. We have Ooh. a Donald Trump loser trophy. We're actually giving this one away. So first person to tweet us, Fantasy Donald, gets this bad boy right here. It is a Donald Trump on a toilet. He's tweeting. Yes, he, he doesn't is. Look probably like 3 a.m. Probably. Yes, he is. does not look happy. <laughs> you can you can see he's, he's huge on social media huge huge (laughs) (laughs) so tweet tweet us fantasy donald to uh win that trophy nice all right so week 12 not week six my bad up first we have brandon's well we already mentioned his first one des bryant will be a top 10 receiver that's incorrect he was the 57th best receiver shocker off by a mile My first one, Devin Funches will be a top seven receiver. I was incorrect. He was the 20th best receiver. Hmm. Jonathan, his first one, went back to the well. This is his fifth time doing this one? I've lost track. 
I think it's fifth. Probably. Doug Baldwin will score more points than Melvin Gordon in PPR. He was incorrect. Doug Baldwin had four points. Melvin Gordon had 11.8. So Jonathan is now one for four while using that bet. You might want to stop doing that. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's time to retire. Yeah, it's not like Brandon with the Ryan suck up where he just keeps winning. <laughs> True. Brandon's second one, Eli Manning will be a top five quarterback, and that's incorrect. He was actually the 33rd best quarterback in a league where there's only 32 teams. How, the how is that even possible? How does that happen? <laughs> well, that happens because Jimmy Garoppolo came in for one drive and, and threw a touchdown pass and outscored Eli Manning's, I believe, 1.3 points. He was in for like 30 seconds of the game, less, maybe even less than that, and scored more points. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> that might be my favorite one. Besides Brandon's one where he picked uh, LaShawn McCoy to score two touchdowns <laughs> on his bye week. That was a good one. <laughs> I mean, it was more more likely that he does that than does Bryant cracks the top ten. Oh, yeah. True. I mean, yeah, it was not it was not, uh, not a good pick for you. That's My second one. And Greg Olson's return, he finishes as the top three tight end. I oh, was incorrect. I uh, forgot to write down what he got, but I believe he was out of the top 50, if I remember correctly. Probably. He only had like one point something points. He was removed for the foot injury that we mentioned earlier in the be- beginning of this podcast. And Jonathan's second one, Deion Lewis, will be a top 10 running back. He was. This was the closest one because we went 0 for 6 this week. <laughs> he was actually the 15th best running back. So Too bold. Let's uh, take a look at the standings. They are not pretty. So Austin, <laughs> three for eighteen, still seventeen percent. Brandon is six for twenty-four, twenty-five percent. So not terrible for Brandon. It's actually I, very good. Very I'm good. at ten for twenty-five. I'm at forty percent. I'm actually very good. We well, yours aren't even bold though. Dang. Oh whatever. Which ones have you gotten right? Oh. Let's see the first one. Tough ones. Jonathan uh, is uh, a whopping two for twenty-five. He's at eight <laughs> percent. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I might want to tone down the boldness. Yeah, I need to reevaluate. I don't life. even think he has to be bold. He just gets them wrong anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what I choose. So let's uh, go ahead and start with our bold predictions. Jonathan, take it away. My first one is a new beat. I think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo um, will be a top seven quarterback this week. Nice. I mean, you see what he can do with 30 seconds. What can he do with the whole game? I mean, yeah, if he extend that, he'll probably have to sc- if at that rate, he'd score a couple hundred points. Exactly. Yeah, he'd be the number one quarterback. Maybe say, you know, change it to QB1. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> change it to the uh, highest scoring quarterback so far this year. Of 2017. So, Brandon, your first one. Well, I'm going to go back to the well. Um, Ryan Sucka <laughs> oh, yes. will score more points than Kareem Hunt. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I, I question the Ryan bonus. Suckup is Yeah, because Greg, Greg Zerline outscored Todd Gurley, so that's not like that outlandish. Kickers outscore. How would you pick a running back that's actually Steven Goskowski outscored Kamara? Tom Brady. Lata- yeah, Kamara. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> How about Latavius Murray? Yeah. He's a scrub. <laughs> Ryan oh. Suckup will score more points than Latavius Murray? Yeah, that'll be, that'll be bet one. <laughs> okay. And you know what? Let's do it. To double down. Ryan Suckup will score more points than Alvin Kamara, too. That's number two. Woo! You heard it here. Okay. I, I like it. That's the, probably the boldest one so far this year. Please, I said... Our I, second boldest one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, your two were pretty bold last week. Yeah, very bold. My <laughs> first one, Marcus Mariota and Dak Prescott both finish as top 10 QBs this week. Oh. 
the comeback. Yeah, it's comeback season. Oh, there you go. All right, Jonathan, your second one. Okay, I think this guy, his name is Ricky Seals-Jones. Oh, I think uh, he keeps it going again this week, and I think he'll uh, score another touchdown. Whose man's that? And be a top 12 tight end. He's the new uh, star, <laughs> star tight end for the Cardinals. He was a wide receiver at Texas A&M, and he got converted into a tight end. He got two touchdowns last week. What a guy. Yeah. Him and him and Gabbert got it going on. Gabbert's been nice. Oh, I didn't I think pick him up. anybody would say that. So, Brandon, your second one. Well, I said Alvin Kamara, but I'll give you a third one because I like you guys a lot. Number right. three, Des Bryant oh, is a bottom 50 <laughs> receiver. He doesn't even crack the top 50. Wow. I love the sad part is I'm not even being that bold. <laughs> That's the worst part about this. He flipped the script from last week. Wow. Yeah. Top 10 to not top 50. Well, what, is, what, what was he this week? Can you scroll or last week? What was he like? He's probably he was 50th. 57th, I yeah. think. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> Uh, where we get? I really yeah, hope, 57th. 57th. I really hope this happens. No, my luck will be number one. You know. <laughs> His breakout week. Yeah. <laughs> my second one, the Jaguars' defense will score more points than Vernon Davis, Greg Olson, and Evan Ingram combined. Well, Greg Olson's not playing, so that doesn't count. Greg Olson is playing. Is he really? Yeah. Oh. Thanks for listening at the uh, injury section at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, I picked that up. Busted. So that is our bold pr- – actually – it wasn't that bold, though. wasn't that bold. Greg Olson's not going to do much. Three players? You want to hear bold. <laughs> Ryan Suckup is going to score more than Alvin Kamara. That is, that is pretty bold. That is Actually, bold. I'll give you a bold one. Josh Gordon. It's his first week back. I think he's a top 10 receiver. Oh, you're buying into the hype. With okay. whatever quarterback they got. They well, said they're going to play him as Sean Kaiser by default. <laughs> I actually hope this happens, though. They said they're going to play Me him too. as That's much as possible. Part. Good. Yeah. I want to see him come back. Reddit would lose their minds. Yes. So I would. Uh, so that will end our bold prediction part of the podcast. Let's move on to warning, a.k.a. Risky Biscuits. These are uh, Jonathan. Go ahead. Yeah. So these are people that are risky starts this week. And I mean, if you want to, if you want to forecast beyond this week, you can as well. Um, but just players that you would not feel good starting. All right, I so let's each do three players. Sounds good, Jonathan. Uh, my first one is Golden Tate. He has only had 39 yards over his past two games, um, and this week they play the Ravens, who have a very good defense, and um, they've been very good um, limiting production from the slot, which is where Golden Tate plays. Um, they held Jarvis Landry and breakout Adam Thielen to both single-digit output this week or uh, this season. Sorry, so I, I think Golden Tate continues his struggles. I'd be risky, risky bets with him this week. Brandon, Des Bryant is my number one. <laughs> I mean, yes. it's 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 like he hasn't scored or had a hundred yards in over twenty weeks. I think I think that's what it is. I didn't look it up, but I saw it a few weeks ago where it was fifteen. So if he's not getting a touchdown, which Dak Prescott hasn't done for the past what three or four or four of the past five weeks, he's not going to get over double digits. So don't even bother with Des. I have my first one is uh, Jarek McKinnon. Just has consistently had double digit carries, but has zero games over 100 yards rushing this year. He hasn't scored a touchdown in three weeks, and in the past three weeks with those double digit carries, he's averaging 35 rushing yards a game, and they're going against the Falcons this week. 
who have an underrated uh, run defense. Nice. So, Jonathan, your second. Uh, my second one, just Eagles running backs, all of them. Um, <laughs> they're playing Seattle Seahawks this week and who are allowing only 2.7 yards per carry to running backs over the past eight games. Um, also, it's basically become a three-person timeshare in the backfield. Blunt's been leading the way. Um, but it's um, it's kind of it's I don't know it's almost as possible impossible to predict as the Patriots backfield has been, um, and if you have Jay Ajayi or Legarrette Blunt, I just don't feel good starting him this week. Fun fact about Blunt, he's actually he's got the second best elusive rating this year. You never saw that. Coming. Yeah, nah, seriously. All right, Brandon, your second. Mine is Marshawn Lynch under the same logic as um, Des Bryant. He hasn't had double digits in a game, and if he hasn't scored a touchdown. And last week he did get 17 points, but he also turned 26 carries into 67 yards, which I'm not good at math. So that's like 2.7 yards a carry, I believe. So there you go. Yeah, don't like it. No, and and now this week they're without Crabtree and pro- probably Cooper too. So you think they're going to be relying on Lynch? But at the same I just time, have no faith in him. I don't either. Yeah, dude. I mean, the Giants are probably just going to stack the box. And the Giants' defense, they haven't been bad the past couple weeks either. Even though they are floundering, they, their defense hasn't been terrible. So my second one is Doug Baldwin versus the Eagles. Just The Eagles rank 10th. Uh, there they give up the 10th least points against receivers. In two of the past four weeks, they haven't let a receiver go get – they haven't let a team of receivers get over 100 combined yards. So – I'm meaning like all the receivers together that they play didn't get a combined over 100 yards. So that's uh, honestly pretty impressive. Doug Baldwin's kind of been struggling, and uh, Jimmy Graham has been taking all the touchdowns. Mm -hmm. So thankfully for Seth because he has Jimmy Graham. But Doug Baldwin, he's just not been the guy that you thought he'd be this year. Your third one, Jonathan. Uh, Third one I have is DeMarco Murray. Um, He's been been risky for – a while uh, this season, but um, the past four games, he's rushed 43 times and only gained 80 yards <laughs> for four, in four games. Um, Ouch. Hit, the only thing that's saving him are his touchdowns, um, but he's, he carries a very low floor and um, just been he's looked he's not been good running the ball at all, and um, just I don't trust him at all. I see in your notes you described him as a woefully bad as a runner. Woefully bad, and I like that. <laughs> that's very very accurate. <laughs> Thank you. Um, mine is Derek Carr. Uh, he's underperformed the entire season, and now he has neither one of his receiving options. So I don't expect him to do much as well. And then my next one, my third one, my last one, the Broncos receivers. Just constant QB changing. They've been incredibly inconsistent, except for Demarius Thomas when he had Brock Osweiler for those three weeks. And feels weird hearing that it's trevor simeon yeah, trevor simeon this week so i i honestly just don't expect anything from them and then i just want to mention real quick evan ingram as well mm-hmm. it's been the fifth best tight end overall so far this year and then just the two negatives i have about him this week is he has geno smith as his qb which is a huge a- negative and he has geno smith as his qb oh. <laughs> so two rough ones double negative yes <laughs> If one time it doesn't equal a positive. <laughs> so that is going to do it for our podcast this week. We want you, uh, Brandon, why don't you just take it away? I knew that music first. Oh, Brandon, I'm on it. 
Oh, thank you, Seth. But you're going to have to start now, though, so. All right. Just be you, Seth. I was probably going to get interrupted by an ad. Yeah. Hopefully not. But you can find us in the same place you could always find us, which is www.frontlinefantasyfootball.com, arguably the greatest website ever created. Um, on there, you could find our rankings, our starts and sits, probably the best, juiciest part of the podcast. You could also find our podcasts and bios. Very interesting. Um, also, a link to our these videos. Videos, too. And Jonathan's blogs. Those are great as well. They're I, there. It's, it's been a while since I've done this, Jason, so please have patience. <laughs> but um, you could also find a link to these beautiful trophies at toilettrophies.com backslash. I don't know why they just put the backslash there, but I'll take you to the store. Really great store. Because it's a page and a website. Yep. To Amazon. Backslash. Yep. It's a great store. High quality. Trustworthy. <laughs> great trophies. Yeah, you could also go follow us on Twitter at www.twitter.com and you could find us by going to the search bar in the top right corner, clicking on it, and typing in Frontline FF. That is Frontline FF. If you tweet at us, you might just have a chance to win that Donald Trump on the toilet. Bet a bunch of people <laughs> like that one. <laughs> you got to tweet Fantasy Donald to win this one. Total crap. If you go to YouTube, you can see you can see the trophy that you could possibly win. Fantasy Donald. So, just remember, score more fantasy points than your opponent this week. Until next time.